0: When you think of great duos, who do you think of? Jordan and Pippen, or LeBron and Dwayne Wade. I mean, I talk about basketball a lot here on this podcast, but for the Barcelona version, there's PK and Pugliol or PK and Mascherano, or the easy example of Xavi and Iniesta. And as you can hear from my voice, the perfect teammates aren't just professional athletes. It's cold season. I guess the flu and cold medicine, perfect teammates as well. But in this case, when it comes to growing your business, that's you and Shopify. Welcome to a special bonus edition of the Barcelona Podcast brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. You know me, I'm Dan Hilton, and with El Clasico less than 24 hours away, instead of doubling down on telling you about Kareem Benzema and Vinicius Jr. like I did with Rafa on yesterday's podcast, I thought I'd share with the podcast feed something that is hopeful and a piece of content that was only available on YouTube. The club is calling it Dream Teens, though a bunch of them are already in the early 20s. It's basically the collection of U22 players at the club. Of the 14 players, only 4 are likely to feature in El Clasico, that's Ansu Fadi, Gabi, Sergino Des, and Eric Garcia, with Nico Gonzalez, Oscar Mangeeta, Ricky Puig, Alejandro Balde, and Yusuf Demir, all possible to feature, though if we're being honest, the return of Jordi Alba makes Balde unlikely. So realistically, I think we just see Mangeeta from that list, though we could add Pedri and Araujo, who would have automatically started in that match if not for the injuries. At the end of this, I ran through a whole list of other names, and with November right around the corner, you know I'm already working on that winter January La Masia special, and this kind of felt like a pregame to that. But that's then, and this is now. So an explanation of what you're about to hear, I grew up reading comic books, and I loved a good origin story, so if this is usually the stuff that bores you, maybe think of this as the superhero origin stories for the next batch of Barca Greats. They all won't be Superman, Captain America, or the Flash, though we could use 11 Flashes, that would be quite helpful, or at least Flashes that stayed healthy, looking at you, Ismane Dembele. But it is interesting to note how many of the players found their way to the Camp Nou and from where they came. Teams in Catalonia like CF Dom and Javier Teresa don't get much publicity because of their size and the fact that Dom is a youth setup, but hearing where these players come from is a reminder that Barca's best scouting network is set up in their own backyard. But their team cannot be built in just Catalonia. It has to be built almost around the world, looking at South America in particular. Espanol, Real Madrid, and Man City through Girona be damned. They can try their best, but again, Barcelona are still hoping that they can always wrangle in the best prospects from Catalonia. And it was another reminder, too, that just because a player is great and in his age group at 10 years old doesn't mean that that progress is linear. From this whole list, I'd say Ansu and Gabi are the two anomalies in that category. They have practically been the best player on every team they've been on from the ages of 8 to 15. Obviously, things change when Ansu winds up playing with Lionel Messi, but Fati also having a bit of competition from Eric Garcia and Takafusa Kubo when they played together. But Kubo may have been a bit more prolific, but I-, I think you get the point. All right, so now that the ramble is over, I hope you enjoy. Gracing the cover of Revista Barca, FC Barca's official magazine, was entitled Dream Team with 14 of the under-22 players in the first-team picture. This group was put together year by year and piece by piece, from scouting from South America to Central Europe, obviously in Spain, and to Barca's own backyard in Catalonia. Of the group, 10 of the 14 were raised in Barcelona's fabled La Masia, with Ron Arrahu joining up with Barca B before he entered the first-team picture. 11 of the 14 are Spanish, but only 6 of the 14 are Catalan, so how did this group, this golden generation, all arrive in the first team at the same time? We're going to answer that question today. Let's start with one of the Catalans, Alice Callado, 22, is probably in the worst situation of everybody on this list. After his loan to Sheffield United fell through at the last minute, he was left without a club, having not been registered for the first team or Barca B. That puts him in a tough position. I thought he was the best player in the third division last year. And it's not great to not play in a pivotal season when a player is usually making the jump to first-team football. It's a tough pill to swallow. But that unpleasantness aside, his quick backstory, he was born in Sabadell and played at both Gymnastique Mercantile and Espanyol before moving to La Masia in July of 2021. He made his Barca B debut six years later in 2018, and that's where things have stalled. Hopefully, he still gets a chance to show what he's got. All right, Catlin number two, Alejandro Balve. He was born in Barcelona to a father from Guinea-Bissau and a Dominican mother. As reported by Albert Roge, Balde began his footballing journey at the age of 4 when older brother Eddie was playing for FC Sant Marti Candal and the team needed an extra player. Alex filled in and was hooked. He began playing with C.E. Sant Gabriel by the age of 6 as a forward, scoring plenty of goals. And that got him a move to Espanyol's academy, just like Collado. And also like Collado, who was a few years older, Baldé arrived at La Masia in 2011. Since then, he's obviously been converted to an outside back and has recovered from quite a few injuries in the academy to make his debut for the first team, unfortunately getting injured again. Now that he's in the first team dynamic, though, I expect him to stay there. Maybe a bit of polishing this year with Barca B once Jordi Alba comes back fully healthy and starts soaking up those minutes, but I don't want to see Balde go down back to Barca B full-time. But to create this list of talent, Barcelona couldn't rely on just their backyard. They had to also do some scouting in Central Europe. On to Austria we go. Yusuf Demir. Demir came from Rapid Vienna, the 18-year-old Austrian born in Vienna and began his football career at the age of seven with local side First Vienna FC. Three years later in 2013, he joined Rapid Vienna. While he got some attention from major clubs after impressing at a U19 tournament in Germany, he signed his first professional contract in May of 2019 to remain in Vienna. With the signing of the contract, it was right from the U18s into the first team, making his official debut in December of that year. Last season, he was a full-blown member of the first team. 32 matches, over 1,000 minutes, 9 goals, and 3 assists, plus a debut with a full Austrian national team. Judging by this trajectory and taking into account that he was brought for 500,000 euros on loan with that 10 million euro buy option, and he was intended to be playing for Barca B, now that he's in the first team dynamic, I do get the assumption that Barca will be paying that 10 million at the end of this season for him. And now it's on to Ansu Fatih, and the first big thank you note that Barcelona should probably be sending to the region of Andalusia. Ansu Mani was born in Guinea-Bissau, with his family moving to Herrera, Seville, while he was still in diapers. Soon after, his older brother, Brahima, was discovered by Sevilla and began playing for their youth teams. Ansu, meanwhile, started his career with Escuela de Fútbol Pelateros Sevilla, and it was three years before the big Sevilla would bring the younger Fati over. Then in 2012, the brothers were brought to La Masia. Instead of playing with his age group with the Alabines Bays, he joined right to Alavin A to pair with Takafuso Kubo. While he scored 56 goals in 29 league games in his first season in Catalonia, playing as a forward and central and attacking midfielder, it wasn't smooth sailing for him. In 2015, he was investigated and could not practice with his teammates for a brief time due to that FIFA ban. And soon after, he broke his tibia and fibula in his right leg. 10 months later, he returned and fortunately looked better than ever. At 16, he made the jump to Jubino A, the U19s, And a few months later, Ernesto Valverde gave him his debut in August of 2019 against Real Betis. And other than this injury that's kept him out for the last 10 months or so, the rest, as they say, is history. Back to the older end of the spectrum, and back to Catalonia, is 22-year-old Ricky Puig, who, yes, while he does not play as much as most kool would like him to, he's still on this list, and he's still, in theory, part of Barcelona's future. Born in Mata de Pera in Barcelona, about an hour northwest of the Camp Nou, his boyhood club was UFB Yapek Teresa from ages of 9 through 14, the same place where Sergio Busquets was for about those same years. His father Carlos had played left back for Terrassa FC. In July of 2014, he moved to La Masia and the Cadet Oz, playing as a false 9 and attacking midfielder. Over the years, he's obviously moved back into a more traditional interior role, but we all see where he's most comfortable. I'll let the comments say their piece about Puj. But whether or not he's a starring attraction at the Camp Nou, I still think his future is around Catalonia, at least somewhere. Puig may have grown up a Barca fan in Catalonia, but Pedri grew up a Barca fan on the Canary Islands. The story of his grandfather's Peña is already pretty well known. But what's lesser known is that Pedro Gonzalez was actually born in Teguste, which is on the island of Tenerife, not Gran Canaria, where Las Palmas is located. He played for local side CF Juventud Laguna, the youth team of C.D. Laguna de Tenerife, who play in the Cesare division. Las Palmas scooped him up in 2018, and by the next summer at the age of 16, he signed a professional contract and was promoted to the first team by Pepe Mel. Barca had already been scouting him, because in July he signed the contract, in August he made his professional debut, and by September Barca had already swooped in and made him a Barca player to arrive the next summer, which he did, and we all know how that worked out. His predictable injuries, likely due to playing more than 50 games last season, may have Koules thinking about him less this season. But don't forget the incredible summer he had at the Euros, being the youngest player ever to play for Spain, not only play, but start for Spain in a major tournament. I think the best, obviously for the 18-year-old, is still to come. Maybe the reason why Koules are forgetting a little bit about Pedri, who's out injured, is because Gabi has exploded onto the scene in ways that we could have never expected. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's part of the reason why I made this video, because Barcelona somehow found another one. And one of those that I've been watching for a few years now and while he was better than everybody he ever played against usually at those youth levels I can't believe that he's already this prepared professional football. Okay yeah the Barca first team thing at 16 and the Spain thing this week at 17 but how did he get here? Pablo Paez Guevara was born in Los Palacios y Villafranca just south of Seville. He got his start with Real Betis from a very early age and while playing at the infantile bay level swapped the green and white for Balgrana. Unfortunately, that first season, Barca couldn't register him right away, and he had to wait until January to get things started. But as soon as he did, playing with Alvinio A, the 11-year-old scored a goal and broke his nose. That story makes a lot of sense than what we all know now about Gabi's playing style. But that broken nose didn't derail him at all. In 2016, at the League of Promises, he was insanely good, scoring two goals against Real Madrid in the semis and dominating Atletico Madrid in a 6-1 win. He worked his way up through the ranks, always playing above his age including a debut with Cadet A, the U16s, as a 14-year-old. Now, since becoming the youngest player ever to debut for Spain, breaking an 85-year record, you get the sense that Gabi is going to be playing against older players for quite a few years now. Next up is the Dutch-born American Sujinio Dest. Born in Almere in the Netherlands, to a Surinamese American father and Dutch mother, Dest got his start with local side Emory City in 2009, whose first team currently plays in the Dutch 2nd Division. After three years there playing as a winger, Raise your hand if you're surprised by that information. Anyone? No? Well, he moved to Ajax's academy in 2012. During the six years at the Ajax Academy, he switched to fullback, and this positional change gave him a chance to progress to young Ajax in 2018. A little aside, there are 220 players making up Ajax's 12 academy teams, so it's not a given that Des was going to make the first team. Still, he debuted for young Ajax in October of 2018, which is still professional football due to playing in the second division, along with his hometown club. Less than a year later, in July of 2019, he made his first team debut against PSV in the 2019 Johan Cruyff Shield match. It was his first first team title. Then you know the rest. Just over a year ago, Barca made the move for him. Was it too soon? Probably. But I'm a biased American who thinks that Sugino Dest has all the tools if he can make that next step, if he can make that leap to be the player we all know he can be. When you think of great duos, who do you think of? grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tbpod, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash tbpod now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash tbpod.
1: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
0: We return to Spain, but not to Catalonia because Anaki Peña was born in Alicante, which is south down the coast from Valencia. He played for his local side Alicante CF starting at the club at age 5 and moved to Villarreal in 2009 at the age of 10. Six years in their academy and he continued the journey up the coast to Barcelona, joined the Catalans in 2015. At 22, it might be now or never for Peña, but with another young keeper on this list coming up behind him, he's still setting third on the first team depth chart. He's a terrific shot stopper and good with the ball at his feet, and whether or not his future rests in Catalonia, I think he's going to be a fine keeper no matter where he winds up. Next up is the longest 10-year member of the La Grana of this group. Oscar Mangeeta is also 22 years old, and he was born in Santa Perpetua de Magoda, about a 30-minute drive north of the Camp No, So it's not hard to imagine how he was spotted and brought to the Masia. He arrived in 2007, and unlike some of the prodigies on this list that were always playing up a level, he always featured at his age group or behind, either as a defensive midfielder, center back, or outside back. Alongside a few of the earlier names on this list, he won the UEFA Youth League in 2018, moving to Barca B the next season, before making his first team debut in November of last year in a 4-1 win over Dynamo Kiev in the Champions League. I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand times, I watched him for four years with plenty of skepticism about his first-team future, but he has more than proved me wrong. Maybe not as a starter, but Oscar Mangepa is certainly good enough to be a squad player and an important part of a winning side at FC Barcelona. And speaking of starters, Ronald Araujo is the one South American on this list. Since he signed with Barca B, it's always debated on whether or not that technically qualifies him to be called La Masia graduate. But since South Americans can't come until 18, I don't mind giving some credit to Garcia Pimenta for getting him up to speed. Even in his native Uruguay though, he still had to work his way up to the big leagues. Born in Rivera to a Brazilian mother, he started with local side Huracan de Rivera before being discovered by first division side Ventistas and moving there in 2015. After a year in their academy, he was handed a first team debut in September of 2016. The next summer, he made the slight step up to another first division side, Boston River, debuting for them that September. I say slight step up because at time of recording in the aggregate table, Boston River is 14 of 16 in the Uruguayan 1st Division, and Ritizas is 15 of 16. One year at Boston River, about 30 appearances in total, was all Barca needed to see. They signed him in August of 2018. That October, he made his first team debut, getting sent off in 13 minutes against Sevilla. Thankfully, first impressions don't make a career. Time again for another well-known story. That of Nico Gonzalez and the son of Super Debor legend, well, I guess legend, but star, Fran Gonzalez. Fran Gonzalez played for Super Devo, that's Deportivo La Coruña for the Youngins, back in their great years. Nico was born in La Coruña, almost at the peak of that Super Depor side. His father, in total, made 380 official appearances, winning two Copa del Rey trophies, three Super Cups, and a Liga title. He was an industrious left midfielder, only scoring 35 goals for the first team. But two of his most important career goals came for Spain to help them qualify for Euro 2000. But back to Nico, he would go to training with his father while playing for local side Montaneros. Second generation players are often noticed before others, and Nico was no different. While playing for Montaneros, he scored a brace against Barcelona in the Abusa Youth Tournament, and at the request of his parents, he was slowly integrated into Barca's academy. He appeared at four tournaments at the age of 9 for the Catalans, before making a full commitment and moved to the academy at the age of 10. He worked his way up, usually playing in the level above, also captaining the Cadet A, and he stayed in Catalonia, even though he had a number of offers throughout the years to go elsewhere. Like many of you, I'm happy he stuck around. One who didn't stick around but is very much backed is Eric Garcia. Born in Martorell, to the northwest of the city of Barcelona, Eric Garcia joined the academy as a 7-year-old in 2008, regularly captaining sides that included Ansu Fati or Nico Gonzalez, depending on the year. Garcia was always a great leader in the academy and considered the best center-back prospect since PK. In 2017, he moved to Man City, though, choosing not to renew with Barca. He immediately captained their U18s and played for the U19s in the UEFA Youth League. His first taste of the first team came in 2018 during the preseason tour in the United States. It was in December of that year when he made his first team debut in the EFL Cup and his Premier League debut the next September. As many will know, he got a bit of time in the 2019-20 season, ending the league campaign as a starter next to Americ Laporte. But he wanted to return to Barca, coming back on a free transfer after rejecting a contract extension. Believe it or not, there was a time when Eric Garcia was the most talked about prospect on this list. But even at the age of 20, it's about time when he takes that leap and shows Kules that he can have the same level that he does under Luis Enrique for Spain at Barcelona. And let's wrap it up with another 20-year-old and another Catalan in Arnau Tanas. Born in Vic, an ancient Catalan city known for its thick fog and freezing temperatures in the winter, Arnau Tanas grew up about an hour from the Camp No, He played a local side Vic rear primer REFO, before joining twin brother Mark in the move to La Masia from the 2010-11 season at the Benjamin A. level. Yeah, you didn't know he was a twin, did you? Since then, Mark, who is a forward, has gone from La Masia to Canea to Atletico Madrid to Deportiva Alaves Bay, where he's currently trying to break in. For Arnau, it's been a bit more straightforward. He stayed at La Masia the entire time. He isn't the tallest goalkeeper, but he's always made up for it with crazy reflexes and a calmness under pressure. And by calmness, I mean he takes tons of risks but never lets it affect him between the ears. He's generally played an age up because of what's between those ears. Now with Barca B, we'll have to wait to see how patient he is for his first opportunity with the first team, because at time of recording, he is fourth on that depth chart. That wraps up the list, but I'll give you two bonus ones for good measure. Emery Demir, who is just signed, is a 17-year-old attacking midfielder from Turkey who will join Barca B next July. And if what we've seen from him so far is any indication, he may not be too far away from joining this group. He was born in Mersin, in the south of Turkey, and of course, apologies not just on that pronunciation, but all pronunciations. He joined his local side at the age of 6. By the age of 8, he had signed with Kacerespor, one of the larger teams in Turkey, though not one of the big giants. He was actually discovered by the former manager of the side on YouTube. In 2017, he had a trial at La Masia, and while he didn't impress enough to make the move then, Barca kept tabs on him. But a lot of other teams were taking notice too, and he got called up to the first team in 2019 becoming the youngest ever goal scorer in the Turkish First Division at the age of 15 and 9 months. Certainly one to watch. And finally, while his days at Barcelona are likely over, Trincao would have been on this list with his age of 21, if not for that loan to Wolverhampton, which could be made permanent. The winger began his career with hometown club Vainese before hopping from Vainese to Porto, back to Vainese to Braga, a loan to Palmeiras Braga and back to Braga, where he played for Braga B from 2016 to 2018. It was then in December of 2018 when he made his first team debut, scoring his first goal for the first team in December of the next year. Before he scored too many more, Barcelona swooped in to sign him on the last day of January of 2020 to have him arrive over the summer. And now we wish him best of luck in the Premier League. Not a week go by when Barcelona is not linked to one of the next big young Spanish talents, whether in Catalonia or otherwise. Even if you don't get the chance with Barcelona's first team, because so many of the players that could have been on this list, left the club for any number of reasons, you still get an education at La Masia that winds up helping you in your professional journey. Honestly, I only stopped this list because of time. This list could have also included Honda Oriana, Arnau Comas, Kais Ruiz, Santi Ramos-Mingo, Mika Marmol, Idasha Komash, Diego Almeida, Chus Alba, Arnau Casas, or Anja Alarcan. And I'll stop there. All of those players are also between the ages of 17 and 22. So I know things are gloomy with the first team, but I was able to pour myself into this work because I know and you know too that brighter days are definitely ahead. Not every guy we covered will be around in even two or three years time, but if say seven of these 14 are around in five years, that's probably a good thing for the club and that probably means that they've done some winning as well. All right, so that was easy enough. A little boring, but I hope you get to draw some conclusions about how Barcelona built the current group of very promising players. And I hope to see a bunch of them tomorrow creating new legends against Real Madrid. I'm hoping to get a show out tomorrow after the game sometime. But if not, look out for it on Monday and hopefully not Tuesday. But most importantly, as always, thanks so much for listening to the Barcelona podcast. And until next time, Borsa Barça.